This is Bill McMinn from Makeable Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and daily life, putting the Bible into practical, everyday terms. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast, Bill McMahon, along with Mark Settler, and uh, talking as we're heading into the Christmas season, if you look in Luke 1 and 2, those are Christmas accounts. Early in Matthew has mm-hmm. the Christmas accounts. And so in this one, it, it starts out in the book of Luke talking about John the Baptist and his birth. And he's born to parents who are really, as far as you can tell, past childbearing years. It says they're, yeah. they're old. Mm-hmm. And it's, this guy is just, uh, Zechariah's dad's just a simple priest. And Elizabeth is uh, in the family of Aaron too. And they're just common everyday people. And God's going to do something extraordinary because they're mm-hmm. going to give birth to John the Baptist, who would become one of the greatest prophets since the days of Elijah. And that's saying something. I mean, Elijah was one of the most revered prophets in the Bible. Yeah. And that their son would be that. It's just so amazing. And so it came at such an unlikely time. I mean, you're older, you've been praying about it, nothing's happening. You could see that mm. issue of just, you know, giving up hope. And our, our uh, podcast today is about keeping hope alive because God is there in your hurts. Mm. So all these things that he was doing, again, in Luke chapter 1, and we'll just read the story to you. Mm-hmm. It says, in the time of King Herod, and this is verse 5, of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah and his wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and they were both very old. So obviously there's a problem in their life. And, and when she does have a child, she says, you know, God took my reproach away. And so here all these years and decades, perhaps of their marriage, you know, she's felt this sense of, man, I never had a kid. Yeah. And I think about Zechariah looking around and all the other priests. Well, man, that priest, he's got like five kids. That priest has 10 kids. That priest has yeah. three kids. And, and they're probably priest friends of his who had grandkids by the time he had his first kid. And you think about all those years of just, wow, you know, look at what I don't have. Look at this thing that I've always prayed about and I've never experienced. And then the, then uh, Gabriel's going to come down and say, the Lord has heard your prayer. And I think that's, that's pretty amazing because he shows up in this time of prayer. And it said that they were, they were there. It says once when Zechariah's division was on duty. So the, the divisions would come in one week, twice a year. So they'd come in for two weeks during the year, but two separate weeks, if that makes sense. So they're serving as a priest before God. He was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord to burn incense. Mm-hmm. And this happens in a priest's life maybe once in a lifetime. They would actually get to go into the holy place and burn incense in the two wow. weeks a year that they got to go, because there are a lot of priests. Wow. So this is a really uh, an amazing thing he gets to do. And when the time for burning of the incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. And I think it was so cool. They would burn incense twice a day and they would gather to worship and just collectively pray outside. So he's inside and there's a whole group outside because normal people could come into the temple courtyard. Right. Only a priest could go into the holy place. And then the holy of holies, Mm -hmm. only the head priest once a year could go there. Mm -hmm. So he's in a place that's so sacred, so special and they're burning incense, and they say that's indicative of the prayers wow. of the people ascending before God, that Absolutely. incense in the Bible is attached to praying. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's in Revelation. It says the bowl is right in front of the Lord yep. of incense, and that is the prayers of the saints. saints yep, and it's continually offering up before the Lord. Right, you know that that fragrance. So, is that awesome? It is awesome. Yeah, our prayers matter. Yeah. I've said that from yeah. you know for a long time. Our prayers matter. Why? Why do they matter? Because they actually, when you are in a room with incense. Right. Um, it's the only thing you can smell. Right. <laughs> like you can't right. smell anything else. It's only that incense. And right. what I think is when I hear it, when I see that is, is God pays so much attention to us when in heaven that, that incense is coming up from that bowl. He's captivated by that right. smell, that fragrance right. of our prayers. That's right. incredible, man. Right. What a what a great motivation. Keep praying. Yeah, and, yeah. And, it's, and it works, and it's heard. And it says in verse 13, it said, you know, Zechariah, of course, the angel of the Lord appears to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense, which I think is interesting. This is Gabriel. This is one of the, the chief, the archangels of God. And when Zechariah saw him, he was startled and gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you're to call him John. And, and I just think of this singular prayer. All the years this guy's been praying for the same thing. Wow. Your prayer mm. has been heard. And I wonder if he stopped right there, if Zechariah would have known exactly what he was talking about, that he had prayed about it. It was so yeah. on his heart, his desire to have a child. And it seemed so impossible and here's God, here's God sending this angel, your prayer. God has heard your prayer. And that's an important thing for us to recognize. You know, when we're praying, you may not get the answer to your prayer right away. You may not know what God thinks. Sometimes, you know, we're praying for something within our family. Uh, we're praying about that for years, mm. right? Absolutely. So yeah, don't I get mean, discouraged. You know, keep, keep mm. hope going. Keep praying. I think one of the ways to stay hopeful in this world is to continue praying. Mm. Absolutely. I would agree 100% with that. And with what they said in, in verse 6, I also think staying true to what we know God wants us to do. It says they followed the commandments and the ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. Right. They didn't allow their their lack of a child or whatever, their, their unanswered prayer at that point, to stop them from continuing to follow God no matter what. Right. You know, they stayed true and faithful to the Lord blamelessly. Right. I think that's a big, big deal, you right. know, and, and while you do that, your prayers aren't going to be hindered. Right. That's another benefit. So right. his prayers are answered. Well, I think you make a good point. I mean, they were righteous. They yeah. were doing the right thing. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, in those situations, you know, what do I do? What, how do? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. How about this? Do the right thing. Just I remember one going. guy, he tells yeah. me, he's like, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I said, he's married. I said, break up with your girlfriend. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I'm like, there's nothing to be confused about. Do the right thing. Yeah, do the right you know, thing. You know, it's like there's the, when you're when you're looking at the word of God, it, it's so amazing. They mm -hmm. they say like when a diver gets deep enough, he can get and it gets dark enough, whatnot. Like you can lose your sense of direction. Yeah, completely. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they said divers will swim, convinced that down is up, that mm -hmm. they'll swim down to their death. Mm -hmm. Where they say they teach them always follow the bubbles. Yeah, the bubbles always go back to the surface. That's right. That's the word of God. The word of God is always going to get you back to the surface. Yep. When I'm confused, I'm dark. I don't know what to go. It seems mm -hmm. like everything. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Come back to the Bible. What does the Bible say? Yep. Follow the Bible. Mm -hmm. And that's going to get you out of it. Right? And Yeah, I agree 100%. So 
So I think um, your prayer life has a potential to be hindered according to the word of God if you're not following what God's will is and in a sinful pattern in your life. I mean, for example, Peter says in 1 Peter 3, 7, he says, treat your wives with consideration. Um, And then at the end of that text, it says, and in this way, your prayers will not be hindered. Right. That's a very shocking statement because the way I treat my wife and by extension, other people. Right actually can hinder or help my prayer life. Right. <laughs> wow. Right. Okay. Well, and, and, and how you treat other people, because one of the first things that we pray for is forgiveness when mm-hmm. we pray. And mm-hmm. he says, you're not going to be forgiven if you don't forgive, yeah. forgive other people, their debts that, you know, That's you right. might That's be right. forgiven your debts. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I do think it's certainly important how we treat people. Yeah. So these guys, so, so this angel is coming. It reminds me a lot of when Daniel, the, the story of Daniel, when he was hindered or whatever, and that, that angel came and re- responded to, to as right. soon as your prayer went up, I was I yeah, was sent it took down, him three you know? weeks of battle there. Yeah, and so but this reminds me of that because you know Zechariah is righteous. He's he's seeking the Lord and and you know he he got the answer right. And that's and awesome. there was nothing wrong with what he wanted. Like what he mm. wanted was something mm. that was definitely in line with what God would want for his life too. Right. So. He's just praying, you know, mm-hmm. he's praying. There's nothing wrong with his desire. And the Lord heard his desire, but God wanted to do something greater. And I, I appreciate that God goes above and beyond. And in verse 14, he talks about, you know, okay, she's going to bear a son. He will be a joy and delight to you. And many will rejoice because of his birth for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. So the importance of the child in the womb, for one thing, because it's, even in the womb, he's going to be filled with the spirit. So obviously the, that life has value in the womb. Absolutely. And he's going to be, I like the contrast between he is going to be, he's not going to touch fermented drinks. He's not going to touch alcohol. He's going to be filled with the spirit because Ephesians 518 makes the same reference. Don't be drunk on wine, right? Mm. Or influenced by the wine, be influenced Mm -hmm. by the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Right? Because that's mm-hmm. taking a whole different way. So, I mean, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he, he will be great in the sight of the Lord. It said, he will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous and to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And how awesome is this? As you think about him, he's going to lead in revival. He's going to be in the spirit and power of Elijah. This is not going to be just any ordinary kids, a front runner, the forerunner of Jesus Christ. Man. And he's yeah. the one that's going to behold the lamb of God. It takes away the sins of the world. Uh, John the Baptist is the one pointing people to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing role. I mean, people came, I'm, King Herod would come listen to this guy. It yeah. was at least uh, where he was at was, uh, I think, believe or I remember right, like a seven-mile walk from Jerusalem. Wow. And he was out there. I mean, these people would walk mm-hmm. out there, and they would listen to him out in the wilderness speak. They would be baptized in the Jordan River. Mm-hmm. He was leading an and that's, amazing and that's a, revival. And that's a direct prophecy fulfillment from Isaiah. You know, comfort, comfort my people, right. uh, prepare a pathway for the Lord, all right. of that. It's in the wilderness. Right. It's, it's a direct... Cons- um, 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 
fulfillment of prophecy right. for that. You know, so that's an incredible thing all on its well, own. It is. And it says know? in the Bible that God can go above and beyond mm-hmm. whatever we can ask or imagine. Mm-hmm. So in this case, I mean, God is going so far beyond anything that they would ask or imagine with the child that they're being given. And they had to wait because God... I believe God wanted to show himself strong by mm. coming into such an impossible situation. It very much reminds yeah. me of Abraham and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Because, Abra- you know, Sarah was also couldn't have children. And between the two of them, they had no child. And it wasn't until she was 90 and Abraham was 100 because God's going to yeah. show, I can keep my promises. I'm strong. And so, yeah, that was probably very difficult to wait that long mm-hmm. to have that blessing. But it's okay because God still... He showed up when he wanted to show up. He had a plan yeah. all along. And look at the reaction, though. Look at the reaction between the the similarities. Sarah laughed. Right. Zechariah said, how is this going to happen? And Gabriel, Gabriel, he says, I stand in the presence, presence of, of God. I, I mean, and you're asking me how this is going to happen? Right. I mean, you know, and he was silenced and, you know, that whole... Yeah, he couldn't speak until the child was born. Right. He was a mute. God right. turned him into a mute. Which I, I just think the whole thing is so mm-hmm. amazing when you think about the power of God, the power of prayer, how they're just faithful. And and a lot of times I can't there's so many things I can't control in the world. And you know, mm-hmm. Zechariah and Elizabeth couldn't control if they could have kids or not. They're trying to have kids. They did everything they could to have kids. They couldn't have kids. That's how it was. You can't yeah. control it. You just gotta keep doing the right thing. You keep praying, you keep coming to God. God comes and he does great things. And in fact, when God had appeared to Mary and then Elizabeth comes to, or Mary comes to see Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. Elizabeth said, the child left in my womb. Mm -hmm. And then uh, behold, your relative Elizabeth, this is what uh, Mary's told, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Amen. There's hope, right, right there. You know, right. if nothing's you're gonna, impossible. If, if you're going to communicate hope, right there it is. That's the line, right, right there. Because right. Uh, <laughs> Romans uh, fifteen thirteen says, "May the God of hope fill you, as you trust in Him, right, with all hope and peace." You know, um, so if you believe that God can do the impossible. You trust in him for that. Keep praying. Keep persisting. Keep offering up that incense before the Lord. Right. Uh, Trust him. He can do more than you could ever ask or imagine, is what you said. That's out of Ephesians 3. I mean, it's it's a great story. I mean, heading into because it's right on the same Gabriel that comes to Zechariah Mm -hmm. is the one who comes to Mary and tells Mary Mm -hmm. that she's going to conceive a child. And again, there's nothing too hard for the Lord. Mm -hmm. God can do whatever he wants. So my faith constantly going through problems and whatnot. And I I really think we have to evaluate from our own perspective. What is it that we're asking God for? What is it that we come to God all the time expecting him to do? my prayer, my prayer, my prayer, my prayer. You know, what is that that God would come to you and say your prayer has been heard? I, we're not, I mean, aside from a generic, hey, bless the world, help the people. And I know we do pray for people who are sick and we pray for our families, but what specific things are we praying for mm. where we're looking for God to show up and do great things? You know, maybe it's, you know, we need wisdom in a certain area of our life or we need God's help in a certain area of our life. Uh, there might be something with one of our children, you know, we're really bringing before the Lord. You know, what is it that where we really want to see the Lord show Abs- up? Keep coming to God and keep your hope alive. I agree a hundred percent because you, you mentioned, and I, I don't, I don't know that I can 
definitively say what Zechariah is praying for, his answer to prayer. He's a priest on behalf of the people, right? So, you know, you're saying he was praying for a child. I'm sure they were praying for a child for many years, you know. But at that time, is he praying, as it says in, later on in Luke um, 168, he says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel. This is Zechariah right now. Because he has come to help and has redeemed his people. Right. So is, is Zechariah... I'm not saying that he was in there burning incense asking for a child at that moment. I'm saying that was his prayer. Yeah. Because so, the Lord has heard your prayer and Elizabeth will be our child. Yep. So there's, so obviously he was praying specifically for a to have a child mm, was a prayer of his. Mm, because yeah. he says, Lord has heard your prayer, she's going to be her child. So that was obviously what his okay. specific prayer is. I'm not saying at I was that saying, moment. I was, what I was getting at was, if he's praying for the redemption of God's people, Israel, right. if he's praying for God to revive the people and bring them into a place right. of redemption, God uses John now, right. the, the prophet that right. was born through Zechariah. He's right. answering that prayer for redemption in a way that he didn't expect. Right. So he was God's like shocked. Go above he's like, right. are you kidding me? I'm going to have a child. You know, you, I'm past right. by, you know, so I think it's important for us to, to just capture that too is, is sometimes when we pray, the answer is, is brought about in an unexpected way. Right. You know, don't right. limit God. Right. You know, but also pray for specific things. I would agree. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he was praying. Clearly mm. one of his prayers is to pray. I mean, she felt mm. like her reproach was taken away. I mean, this is a couple oh, praying to man. have a kid. Wow. And God answered that prayer. He answered that's your beautiful. prayer for yeah. that. And I think that's a beautiful thing because a lot of times, mm -hmm. yes, while we do pray for revival in the world, we do pray for God's help with our country and mm -hmm. just like we're commanded to do. There are still those things in our own lives, like we're praying for certain things with Absolutely. our children. We're praying for certain things for that have nothing to do with, let's say, the overall, as far as we know, redemption or salvation of the world. This is where God goes above and beyond what he's even asking. Mm -hmm. He's just praying for something personal to himself. And we're allowed to pray that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like you are definitely allowed to pray for your marriage. You're allowed to pray for your children. You're allowed to pray that somebody you know comes to know the Lord. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to pray yeah. if you have a health problem for it to go away. Paul did. Yep. It's Paul not, didn't just pray. It's Paul not, didn't just pray for, hey God, you know, save the whole world. He did pray that, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But he also prayed, I'm not healthy right yep. now. Help yep. this to go away. Remove this thorn of my flesh. Whatever it was, he had mm -hmm. prayed about it to God, and God said no at that time. He was still praying about it, right? Mm -hmm. So I mean, oh, yeah. I, I and you're allowed to, yeah. If you're sick it's or something's going on, yeah, something that it. you hear often is, oh, I thought that would be a selfish thing for me to do. You know, it's like, no, it's never selfish for you to pray your cares and your concerns before the Lord. If you right. have a care and a concern, bring it before the Lord. Offer up your prayers, your supplications, your intercession. You know, so all of those things, offer them before the Lord. Specific requests are very important. Everything when it comes down to in the salvation of this world is individual. Mm -hmm. In other words, mm -hmm. you, you can talk about, Hey Lord, save the world. And we do, but you got to realize, yes. And, and that comes down to an individual life mm -hmm. an individual actually responding yes. personally to God or us individually praying to God. It's personal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And all the things that are personal to me and our, my God is personal. He wants to hear what I have to say. And I think that's a beautiful thing yeah. because that's what gives me hope. 
yep. is that I can pray and I can come to God. And even these things I've been praying for for years that God's going to come through. So it's amazing. We appreciate you tuning Absolutely. into the show. Uh, read uh, Luke chapter one. It's a great chapter. Uh, and there you find a lot of stuff and it's heading into this Christmas season. Time for us to be turning our thoughts and our hearts uh, to that. Yeah. Anyway, you Chris- all have a great and a blessed week. <laughs>